by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Welcome to episode 497 of the Paranoid School Rock Show. My name's Armitage and over the course of the next hour, I'll be playing the music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Quid. 12 bloody quid. What expense am I whittering on about? I hear you cry. I was in Bromley last Saturday with my daughter and I decided to pop into Head Records in the Glades. Sorry, it's not the Glades anymore. It's been rebranded as Id2. Just to see what was left after Record Store Day. Nice selection of vinyl. They included the Sonics Live at Easy Street, uh, recorded on last year's Record Store Day, I believe, and Metallic KO from, obviously, Iggy and the Stooges, which were around the well, 20 quid mark. However... Just to the left of the 12 inches were the 7 inches, one of which was a faithful reissue of Jimmy Page's She Just Satisfies on the Fontana label that was going for, that's right, 12 quid. £12 for a 7 inch. Come on, my first single which I bought in H&R Cloaks in 1973 cost 50 pence, which in today's money was around £5.50. I'm not sure if I've mentioned before what my first 7-inch that I bought was. I know I've already told you that my first album was Slade, Slade, but my first 7-inch was Gary Glitters. I'm the leader of the gang, open brackets, I am, close brackets. Actually, thinking about it, I think I have told you. Anyway, here it is by The Methadones, taken from their 21st Century Power Pop Riot album.
after the Methadones finished in June 2010. Dan Schaffer, guitarist Mike Brin and drummer Mike Saucy formed Dan Vapid and the Cheats with bassist Simon Lamb, with Simon moving over to guitar after Mike was replaced by Rick up cap her. However, the Methadones did, interestingly enough, play in Chicago in the middle of December last year. Hmm. I finally got round to purchasing the Gorilla vs. Grifter split record. I unfortunately couldn't make the borderline on the 19th of April when Gorilla sported bang. Hopefully, I'll be trekking over to the deepest, darkest order shot on the 21st of May when they're supporting Witch Sorrow. To get everyone in the mood, here's Three Squealer from the aforementioned Gorilla vs. Grifter. <laughs> I neglected to play some Grifter. Uh, I've had a quick squiz over at their website on the hunt. Well, I say website, it's a Facebook page for some live dates, but none seem to be forthcoming at the moment. Although their entire back catalogue via Bandcamp is currently free to download if what's in your wallet refuses to leave its confines. The track I have selected, like Gorilla, comes from the Versus record and is high waisted. I wonder which TV musical mogul the band is singing about. Thank you. 
if you need even more of a musical clue, here's Johnny Moped and Simon Can't. Never a true word was spoken, Johnny. Simon Can't was taken from the very excellent It's a Real Cool Baby LP, the third from the mighty Johnny Moped, obviously, which is out now on Damaged Goods Records. Popped up to Lexington in London last Saturday to catch up with the aforementioned Johnny Moped. The last time I saw them was uh, up at the Shackwell Arms at the beginning of December 2014. This time round... The band sports a new member in, I do believe, Dave Burke's wife, Francisca, who is uh, also the sister of Dan Keyboardist Monty on uh, keyboards, must be a family trait. Uh, she also duetted with Johnny on Honey Bun to great effect. Unfortunately, as the band was still in the States, no appearance from Monty or indeed original moped guitarist Captain Sensible. We'll have to wait until yesterday down at the Prince Albert for that to happen, where Captain joined the band for Hard Loving Man. I hope. I say I hope. I'll let you into a little secret. Because the Brighton gig finished at 11.30, meaning I didn't get home until 1 o'clock this morning, after dropping Mick the Mod off in Hayward's Heath, I wanted to lie in. So uh, I would still be in bed at my normal radio recording time. Therefore, I'm pre-recording this week's show, and today is actually uh, Thursday the 28th. So I can't actually guarantee Captain and Monty turned up. If they did, it was brilliant. What with them all jumping on the stage and joining the fracas. Uh, if they didn't, it was still brilliant. Uh, but from now on, I'm still going to keep the illusion going that it's Saturday morning. Unless, of course, you're listening to me on the Wall Rock Radio for the East Midlands, where uh, the time is just coming up to... What's it I've got to turn my head and look at the clock about 20 past 7. There you go, 20 past 7. If you just happen to be in Trondheim, Norway, so will the mopeds come the summer, so watch out for them. Before I forget, I must give a quick shout-out, I'm getting down with the kids, to Chris, who drove all the way from Newport in Wales and straight after the Lexington gig, straight back again. Now there's a dedicated Tomcat. Unlike the squirrel, who uh, you may recall was not best pleased when I double-booked last Saturday with Bernie Tormey down in Horsham. The non-driving squirrel decided to go anyway. She got the train to Horsham, discovered no taxi rank, and the last bus to the venue finished running five minutes before arrival. So she probably turned round, got back on the train, and headed for the crowbar, where I had to collect her after the moped gig. (laughs) 
Here's a quiz for you. You just heard Bernie Tormey and the Electric Gypsies with the original version of Star that appeared on the Shirah Shirah EP and the Electric Gypsies LP, which came out in 1982. What links Bernie and the next band I'm going to play, which is the Main Grains? <laughs> Oh, 
Well, the answer is both bands have covered the undertones Teenage Kicks. The version I've got of Bernie's is on the uh, I'll Be There Yet CD, whilst the main grains comes courtesy of their just-released debut EP, Don't Believe Everything You Think. Of course... That's where the track you just heard, that'll be unscrewed, was taken. Uh, I would also have accepted the basis with the main grain, some Stanley McCormack, had recorded at Bernie's Barn Room Recording Studios, probably for an anti-product release. The main grain's debut gig, uh, I think you said debut gig, is up at the uh, Barfly on the 3rd of June, supporting Warriors Soul. The following day, the band will be at the Proud as part of Camden Rocks at 8 o'clock, directly after Ginger Wildheart set. That should be interesting. Right, on to this week's Pledge Music section and the UK Subs 26th and final length full album appeared on my doormat earlier this week. The album in question, as you already know, because I've told you a million times, is Zizo and bloody hell. If you're going to sign off recording albums, Zizo is certainly the one to do it with. I think the Subs have been uh, leading up to this album since 2011's work in progress. By this time, the lineup had stabilised with long-time bassist Alvin Gibbs, drummer Jamie Oliver, that's my cat you can hear in the background, and guitarist Jet, no, not in the UK subs, uh, becoming Charlie Harper's permanent brothers in arms. And uh, with every subsequent album, the band seemed to be getting more and more into the groove. Here's Master Race from the aforementioned Zizo, while I let my cat out. Remember Tomorrow of Iron Maiden's debut album. I know the band in retrospect weren't that chuffed with the production that Will Malone did for them. I love it. That and Killers are my two favourite Maiden albums. Mm-hmm. 
Facebook message from Trevor from Beat of the Drag asking about my general well-being. I can report I seem to be developing a cold and uh, had to have a blood test on Thursday. Blood pressure, don't you know? Uh, I did score a victory on the queuing front for the aforementioned blood test. The clinic opens at uh, 7.30 in the morning until about half past four in the afternoon. Now, I had to pick up a letter from my GP the day before and had to drive past the hospital that the following day I would be stabbed in. Uh, so I pulled in went to the now closed but still open blood test department, picked up a next in line ticket, drove to the doctors, picked up the letter. Thursday morning, I got to the hospital, letter in hand, about 7.15, to be greeted with about know, 30 to 40 people queuing in front of me. Doors opened at 7.30 and everyone, in typical British fashion, allowed whoever was in front of them to get their ticket in an orderly fashion. I stroll in, bypassing everyone. My bum only met the waiting room chair for a nanosecond before my number was called and I was back on my feet, walking towards the cubicle with the added bonus of the nurse that was going to do the deed. Uh, her son was in the same year as my daughter at primary school. So I get a, hello, Becker's dad, to make it look like 
favouritism. Sometimes I love being me. Actually, I, I love being me all the time. Anyway, Beat the Drag have a brand new free, for a limited time, to download single for us to enjoy. It's called Too Good For You, which uh, somehow well, seems out, and it sounds exactly like this.
after Beat the Drag, you heard Dizzy, Ms. Lizzie and Brainless. Sticking with Denmark, for that's where Dizzy, Ms. Lizzie reside, on Wednesday, the Squirrel and I popped up to Lizington Academy to see DAD perform Risking It All and No Fuel for the Pilgrims, which came out in 91 and 89 in their entirety under the Risking It All for the Pilgrims banner. We missed the first two songs... That would have been uh, bad craziness and delaw, as the stage times had been brought forward unbeknownst to us. And uh, as we were about to exit the pub, I got an urgent text from my daughter saying that she had an artist code for the pre-sale tickets to see Selena Gomez at the O2 in November. And I needed to purchase three immediately, if not sooner. None for me, you'll be pleased to learn. Uh, have you ever tried ordering tickets on a mobile phone as you're trying to exit a pub? Not to be recommended. When we eventually got to the venue, downstairs was quite rightly rammed. So we headed to the mezzanine area and found ourselves to be the only two people up there. Not even the bar was open. Obviously, someone had flipped the velvet rope that normally prevents upstairsness. And uh, before you could say, day of wrong moves... We were escorted back to the maddening throngs by a very nice security guard. This is probably the most recognisable DAD song, Sleeping My Day Away.
Monkeys are just one month away from releasing Good Times, the first studio album since 1996, Just Us, the Wembley date of the tour the Squirrel and myself went to. Where the expression monkey fiasco comes from, don't ask. First single to be lifted from it is She Makes Me Laugh, written by Weezer frontman Rivers Kumo. I probably pronounced that wrong, but you know I wouldn't know a Weezer if it came up and hit me in the face. The album is uh, the album hits the real and virtual record stores on the 27th of May, the day after Mrs A's birthday, and features songs by XTC's Andy Partridge as well as Noel Gallagher and Paul Weller. There, there are also tunes that were written by Neil Diamond and Carol King in the 60s that the group never got round to releasing. The Monkeys reformed with original guitarist Mike Nesmith in 2012, shortly after the death of lead face David Jones. Although Mike plays on the album, he has declined to tour it. So here is the aforementioned She Makes Me Laugh. Oh, 
Where else and on what other radio show will you hear the monkeys with Discharge following on afterwards? That was It Can't Happen here from Discharge current and just released album End of Days. Thanks for tuning in. My name has been Armitage and you've been listening to The Paranoid Cool Rock Show. Until next week, take it easy. Come on, come on.